Greetings, everyone, and welcome again to Wisdom Within, the podcast. My name is Kathy Serline. I'm excited to join you again today uh, for our episode number two, which we have entitled Intro Number Two, the Nuts and Bolts episode. Intro number two, because hey, Lou Baker went all the way to Mambo number five before he was happy with it. So I think we're okay with a second run on an introduction. Uh, I am excited uh, at the uh, good things that came out of our first show. We had a great test run. Um, As far as the technology, I had to really figure it out, kind of walk through it. And that basically is the whole premise of our show. We figure out how to walk through this. Um, So at any rate, our goals today, uh, we want to explain our podcast to those not only new to the format, uh, the podcast format or format, or just new to our little pod, um, how listeners can find resource links, some um, required self-disclosures I need to make, uh, and my qualifications to bring this uh, type of podcast your way. We want to talk a little bit about our goals, also how you can participate, uh, our dear listeners, our dear potties, as we call you, uh, that's with D, P-O-D-D-I-E-S, uh, with a capital P, because uh, we think highly of you guys. And, you know, we'd love to have you offer ideas for the show, what you might like to hear about based on our premise of peer support, uh, and how you can reach us as well. Um, We hope to offer a wide range of topics here on Wisdom Within, from reputable, legitimate sources um, that we do the research on, uh, or other folks have researched well, Um, also uh, information shared with real human people and folks just like you who either live with mental health conditions or who care about someone who does. Uh, We always encourage our listeners uh, to work with their healthcare professionals as the key to a successful recovery. We are here to be a voice that has lived it, has survived it, and now tries to thrive it. Uh, We don't get too full of ourselves and we tend to not take ourselves too seriously. Uh, We share things we wish we had known much earlier in our own walk through illness and recovery, Um, but we want to be a resource, a sort of clearinghouse of lots of related topics and resources, um, hopefully of interest to a a broad spectrum of folks. We also try to maintain our sense of humor, um, however obscure it may be, because in truth, dear potties, Laughter releases chemicals in your brain that make you feel better, both emotionally and physically. Uh, But more on that in coming episodes that we already have in the works. So whether you are new to the podcast world or just to our little particular pod, you are all extremely welcome here. Um, We are a safe space and a judgment-free zone open to conversation that may at times become explicit uh, on occasion, but we do not intend to be explicit in any negative or triggering way. Uh, We hope you'll understand that uh, while some topics may be difficult to walk through, our intent is solely to be supportive uh, of folks on this journey, to be respectful and 
mindful that the journey is different for everyone. Our intent will be to forewarn in the event of any episode that might be triggering or specific to explicit content. We want this to remain a safe space for all of our listeners to feel comfortable uh, visiting. Uh, So that said, um, we're going to talk about how our podcast episodes are built. Um, We do it in blocks, uh, different segments on different topics, um, with an approximate total amount of content time of about 30 minutes per episode. And because this project requires significant time to produce on the scale we hope to achieve for you, um, bringing a broad range of supportive content to our listeners, uh, uh, as, as good and quality content as we possibly can. There is uh, also a sponsorship moment before and during each episode. Um, these moments uh, of sponsorship support the work of the show, and we may at some point in the future add the opportunity for uh, sponsorship by listeners like you. Uh, but we uh, ask no compensation, and Wisdom Within will continue its work, um, but we may look at um, allowing that opportunity um, for listener support as well. Um, we don't plan on doing any big infomercials for that, um, but you may find a link to it uh, on the page on our website at some point. Uh, so we appreciate um, your understanding of why we utilize sponsorship, And um, again, we will do as much as we can to uh, bring you 30 solid minutes of content um, with only one sponsor break uh, beginning the show and one during the show. Um, As far as our politics, we intend to remain apolitical, uh, as difficult as that seems in the current way of the country. Uh, But our focus here is intended to remain supportive of Uh, not only our commonalities, but also of our collective differences. So as to politics, there are people we love who find themselves on opposite sides, and we acknowledge that, and we are all about inclusion and mutual respect and mutual support. Uh, As far as how Wisdom Within began, we started as a blog uh, in 2016, from this pers- from the perspective of a uh, consumer slash survivor slash peer support uh, perspective, um, our website is wisdomwithinweb.com and includes a great resource page with quite a roster of good links actually that focus on um, various various support specialties throughout the mental health system, um, Office of Consumer Affairs, which I believe is available in every state. Um, There are quite a few links on this research page that um, may be specific to my home state of New York, but each state offers its own its own support network and you may find very similar or carbon copies of of these types of programs in your own state but again each state is different uh, in what it uh, offers so I encourage you to check out what is specific to your locale Um, we are based uh, we are a home-based organization uh, here in 
Rochester, New York, which is on the southern shore of Lake Ontario. It's a beautiful part of the world with four very distinct seasons. Uh, we have great art, great science, music, education, theater, and great communities. Um, considered part of the Finger Lakes region of New York State. Uh, so uh, we encourage you to um, check out our area or if you are uh, uh, from a different area we're interested in knowing where you're from as well. Um, I received my uh, New York Certified Peer Specialist, uh, well my certification, uh, which is in uh, mental health support through the Academy of Peer Services, which is an online program sponsored by uh, the New York State Offices for Mental Health. Um, I have worked in a volunteer capacity since that time, and the wisdomwithinweb.com website and blog came out of that work um, uh, as I was uh, completing my certification. I am ethically obligated as a certified peer specialist to disclose that I have lived experience with mental health diagnoses and with the mental health system itself. We're talking about um, the diagnoses that um, I have uh, lived experience with now. Um, in an effort to keep to the basics, though, for this episode, I assure you some of these comments will be explored in other episodes of the podcast, but I share the intersectionality, if you will, of my lived mental health experience. I am diagnosed with major depression, general anxiety, and post-traumatic stress, or a trauma-related disorder since 2010, um, and... Uh, nine years into recovery. Uh, I'm ready to share what support I can in this format to sort of pay it forward, to try and help folks who find themselves where I was in, in 20,000, in, in 20,000, in 2010 and before. Um, but honestly, if you had told me back then that I'd end up doing this podcast, I never would have believed you. Uh, but the truth uh, seems to be, dear potties, that change happens uh, often and repeatedly. Um, as to my diagnoses, there is a very thick book called the DSM-5. That stands for Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Health Disorders. And it's in its fifth iteration and probably its last because there are they're looking at uh, new and different ways to reach conclusions about uh, classifications and disorders and so forth, but I think it will be what is used for a very long time in our current system of medicine until they come up with more types of, uh, of um, tools to utilize. Um, but it lists every psychiatric, psychological diagnosis possibility currently accepted in modern medicine, uh, so our program is for every one of those diagnosed people and all the people who care about them. And as far as um, what makes me think I am far enough along to maybe start a podcast about all this, I'm just going to say that my, psychi my psychiatrist said in our last uh, visit she'd see me next year. So I think I'm good for a while, um, and we'll see how this goes. But I'm still on the journey, and I'll be on the journey 
my whole life, and um, it's living with it. It's what we do. Um, we certainly invite your suggestions for topics, for potential guests, uh, any helpful feedback you might be able to offer. We encourage your yays, your nays, and ideas for moving forward. Uh, we expect to start slowly. It takes time to develop listeners uh, and an audience for a podcast, but we plan to use our time wisely in our episode development. Um, we look forward to bringing quite a range of topics in upcoming podcasts. Uh, I can tell you that we are anticipating having um, remote interviews with a diversity of guests. Uh, these folks uh, bring interesting individual perspectives uh, to share with our listeners, and we're um, going to be excited to bring those to you in the near future, uh, one piece at a time. Uh, we are planning an episode on self-care, which is about starting where you're at with what you've got. Um, that'll probably be one of the next ones posted. Uh, we're going to have a series of episodes uh, uh, around mindfulness and meditation, um, which are extremely useful in um, in sort of uh, walking any any walk in this in in this journey. Um, helpful in clear thinking and um, really getting your your thoughts more organized. Um, helpful tools for that things that you can things that you can utilize to help you on your journey toolkits as it were um, is kind of what that's going to be about we have an episode in the works on the concept of epigenetics in mental health um, which will have some sensitive content possibly um, this is uh, evidenced by research showing how nature and nurture affect our emotional health uh, right at the genetic structure that um, that genes the tech the techno speak on all of this is is way beyond what this podcast needs to do but feel free to look it up Epigen epigenetics or epigenesis um, if you're interested in the science behind it um, and the gene expression and so forth um, there are many good articles there peer-reviewed articles for you to look at um, but um, for our purposes, we're going to put it more in layman's terms as far as how epigenetics factor into um, how each generation um, has had traumatic events to face and to deal with and um, what we've seen come of those different groups of folks during those um, during those specific eras. So we're looking forward to bringing that interesting episode your way, um, sort of some good background to, to give you to think about as it relates to uh, what journey you might be on in this present day. Um, we also have uh, an episode on resources, where to find them, about doing the research to find what fits your personal journey. Because as we keep reiterating, it differs for everyone. And what I discovered early on was that there wasn't anyone that was going to give me a nice, concise answer about this is where you go and this is what you do and this is how you get better. Um, and we can't prescribe that for you. No one can prescribe that for you. What I encourage you to do is to just begin looking at um, what resources might fit for you 
and some that you might never have imagined were even available. So we'll have a nice episode on that. That's probably going to come out around the same time as the self-care episode because that's a good uh, companion. We're also going to have our lived experience series, and that is on um, an assortment of of topics. Initially, the series will include inpatient experience, outpatient experience, and medication journeys, uh, and some of those could be explicit. We will label those episodes accordingly. Um, we may have other folks that are invited uh, guests to participate uh, in that series to give us more perspectives rather than just uh, one from yours truly. Um, we also want an episode discussing some basic history of the mental health and peer support movement and what the requirements are for certification in peer support work and why folks do that. Uh, so we're going to look forward to bringing um, a lot of really interesting stuff your way. Um, I want to share with you how you can contact us, and that's going to be upcoming, um, and how you can use our site uh, for some beginning help. So uh, if you'll bear with us a moment, we'll be right back with some more good information in our Nuts and Bolts episode. Thanks for staying with us. So we're going to welcome you back, and we are going to chat with you now just a little bit about how to get in touch with us. Uh, the easiest way is to join us at wisdomwithinweb.com and follow our site, which is different from most sites uh, in that it is ad-free, no ads, no fees, no spam, and no calories. Um, you do that by clicking on the join WW link uh, at wisdomwithinweb.com and sharing or submitting your email address with us. The only emails you will get are from me and uh, will include new posts to the site. Uh, and those are only by me. We do not share our email list with anyone ever. Um, so you can use the site to message us with any comments. Um, we do have the right to approve comments to post online, uh, but we read all of them. And uh, uh, we are intended as a dedicated, organic space where folks can uh, turn for legitimate info on resources um, in a supportive environment, discussing real-life topics that affect up to, actually, uh, a quarter of our total population, and then all of the people that care about those people as well. So we, uh, as always, steadfastly encourage those who need immediate help to reach out uh, to their healthcare professionals and their local support network. You can find all manner of informative resource links again uh, by clicking on resources at wisdomwithinweb.com. We can also be reached on Twitter. Uh, new to the Twitterverse, but uh, uh, you know, I haven't been on there very long, but we're happy to hear from you that way. Um, you can also, this is kind of exciting, you can also download the Anchor app, which brings this show to you, uh, but it also will bring it to many podcast platforms as we go forward. Um, 
And if you, but if you download the Anchor app, you can actually leave us live voice messages on our show site. Um, and we do reserve the right to utilize your comments and suggestions in furthering the supportive work of the show in future episodes. Um, now, our overall message to you remains that you are not alone on this journey, and we encourage you that the real work in emotional health and uh, awareness and wellness and recovery can be accomplished and supported. Many episodes are in the works for you, and we look forward to bringing them uh, as soon as we can. We thank you for being a part of this podhood, and we are just so genuinely grateful that you are here. We're adding, adding a quick little section here on our show dogs. You might have heard mentioned in our introductory episode, Bella Rose and Biggie Smalls, or just Bella and Biggie as we like to call them. Those are our support dogs of the show, so they are our show dogs. Uh, they are both rescues. They're definitely not uh, going to Westminster, but they do watch it on TV. Uh, Bella is a Shih Tzu. She was rescued by a vet down in North Carolina. Um, she came to us when she was about six months old through a local rescue organization that brought her up here. Uh, and she will be seven years old this year. Uh, she is super sweet, super quiet, and uh, a great friend. Um, she's a registered support animal, so we're able to have her with us when we travel, uh, which has been a real blessing to us. Um, Biggie is about nine months old now. We just rescued him on 9-11 of this past fall in honor of all the original September 11th rescue dogs. Um, he came from our local Humane Society. Um, they said that he was found by a local apple orchard uh, and that he was five months old and that he was a Chihuahua mix. Well, it turns out that he was only four months old when we got him, we when we took him to the vet, as all his puppy teeth were still intact and those don't begin to fall out until the fifth month. So um, we are also pretty sure that there's little to no Chihuahua in him, even though he is similar in size and uh, a little bit similar on the face. Our research, research leads us to believe that he is actually mostly miniature pincher. Um, he's like a tiny Doberman. He's red-brown in color. Uh, he thinks he's a full-size Doberman. He's very protective. Um, he still has a level of that wonderful puppy stupidity that we all love um, that keeps us on our toes, but he is turning out to be a devoted dog and uh, a great companion for uh, not only my husband and I, but for uh, little Bella Rose as well. Um, they are both with us during every podcast, so you may very well hear them uh, playing around from time to time. Um, Biggie has a tendency to growl when he plays with his toys. Uh, you may hear Bella snoring, uh, which is how she uh, supports me during podcasts. She's either sitting right by my side uh, and licking me uh, while I'm talking to you, or she's sound asleep and snoring uh, right next to me. So um, that's just her being supportive. Uh, and we hope that you'll enjoy having them with us on this journey. So I think we're going to close out today um, with just a few minutes on um, a bit about why I came to 
the field of peer support work um, and uh, kind of what was behind my thinking in all of this. Um, now, while I haven't been technically paid working out in the field, I have been working hard as a volunteer since earning my certification uh, in May of 2016, and my purpose in obtaining that and my focus since then has been around development of programming in mental health awareness, education, and advocacy. Um, I didn't know that there was such an entity as a peer specialist when I was diagnosed or in the early years of my recovery. There was a time I thought I'd never be well enough uh, to be of use to anyone in an actual job again. And before my illness, I had worked since I was 12 years old, um, sig more significantly from the time I was 16. Uh, I worked long and hard for many years in many roles. I learned a lot, uh, and then my illness took over, and I learned even more. Um, it was several years into my recovery journey when I found, uh, came across the uh, New York Certified Peer Specialist coursework and application online. I thought, here is a way to somehow contribute in the world again. And since certification, I've worked with several different organizations in their own early development stages of peer support programming. Um, developed the Wisdom Within website in support of those who seek resources and information as a peer or family member. Um, it includes a lot of resources, basic support information, um, blog articles on the, you know, opinion side, speaking to um, moments in our, uh, in our current history and recent past um, around uh, well, since this all started around the time of the election and slightly before, um, so we've seen some big things since then uh, with the Me Too movement, with um, the Kavanaugh hearings, with um, um, certain major events that can trigger uh, conversations uh, with everyone, not just folks like us or who care about us. Um, so um, the blog part speaks to um, more uh, personalized views and the blog site itself is focused on providing information and resources. Uh, I share all of this not to toot my own horn, but to sort of explain that I am not doing the traditional role of peer support work in the field, for example, in someone's home or traveling around a specific region of the state for one organization's specific peer programming. It's not that I don't want to, but I do recognize my own level of recovery and what I'm capable of. Uh, I recognize that uh, this is important work. I believe if we have the passion to use our lemons to batch up some lemonade, then we should make every effort to do so. And even if we don't yet or ever fit everyone's specific mold, I believe that has to be okay. There's more than enough work to be done in this effort, and we need all of us. So in sharing these thoughts, though, I'm making the point, making my point, you never know in what way you will be of support to a peer 
or a fellow peer supporter. And you don't have to be certified to be supporting someone. Um, lots of us have done it. I'm, I'm not only diagnosed myself, but I'm the parent of an adopted uh, child who, well, he's a grown person now, but um, who experienced massive uh, uh, difficulties with uh, mental health issues throughout his childhood. In fact, even in utero, um, thanks to uh, being a born, being born to a an addicted mother, um, but that is a whole another probably series of episodes at some point. At any rate, um, you never know in what way you will be a, of support to someone. Um, you may not recognize that you're being that voice that an individual needs at a certain time. You may find after talking with a, a peer or someone else that's doing that supportive work with a family member or loved one that you are thinking more clearly on a certain topic or that some small part of a conversation you may have had with someone has put a light on a missing piece to resolve whatever your current puzzlement might be. Each interaction is an opportunity for change and for growth. So as peer specialists, we maintain a fine line between peer and support. Uh, The clients that are generally served by folks by folks like me who are actually out in the field um they're not in, they're not intended to become personalized relationships but recovery relationships in support of the client's goals um yet still in recovery ourselves we may often find ourselves very much in need of our own outlet to vent to or to pose a hypothetical to or to doubt ourselves in front of or question the process with or insert your topic of the moment here. You get my point. The value in, in peer support is not only in what we offer each other, uh, what we offer to specific individuals, but what we offer informally to each other by continued open discussion, forum dialogue, conference attendance for those able to do so. Um, there are webinars that you can participate in group projects, and so forth. We are all recovering every day. No matter how much good we want to put out into this world, we are wise to recognize where we are in our own recovery and to be understanding of the timing in the recovery journey of others and be respectful and mutually supportive of everyone's contribution. The fact that we're able to support one another while we work to support others towards self-advocacy and recovery makes us stronger in our own work. We inherently find ourselves exemplars of the peer support model, both as supported and supporter, talking the talk while walking the walk. We thank you for joining us here today for the Wisdom Within podcast, our intro number two, the Nuts and Bolts episode. We're very excited to have you join us for future episodes, and we hope that you will get in touch with us and let us know how you think we're doing or what you might be interested in. Um, Thanks again for being here. Thank you for taking the time, and we look forward to talking with you again real soon. Until then, folks, bye-bye.